Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Bold Sidebar podcast. This is your host, Jeff Horn. I am fresh off two days at West Point where my nephew graduated with a law major. So very excited about that. A little tired, perhaps a little bit hoarse. Besides that, I'm back to talk with you guys about all things New Jersey Supreme Court. I'm recording on May 23, 2021. No new cases dropped. However, there is news in the court. First is a case we've spoken about before called State v. Robert Andrews. Robert Andrews was an Essex County Sheriff's officer who left the force for whatever reason, I don't know, and went on to be sort of a drug dealer, a gangbanger, or having involvement with drug dealers. And this got him into some hot water when one of the drug dealers he was working with snitched on him, telling the authorities that Andrews was tipping him off was tipping off a guy named Lowry, this defendant, drug dealer, about the police wiretapping and following Lowry slash Andrews and their crew. So Lowry turns against Andrews. He's now an informant for the police and tells them about text messages and phone calls that they've had because Lowry was smart enough to actually delete the messages when Andrews told him to. A warrant issues for Andrews' cell phones and the police get them. A couple of years later, the police finally realize they cannot crack the codes, so they seek an order compelling defendant Andrews to reveal passwords to the mobile phones. The trial court limits the inquiry to the phone icon and the message icon. In other words, the police can't rummage through the entire mobile phone and require an in-camera review prior to releasing the phones to the state, the passcodes with the phones to the state. This case goes up to the Supreme Court, and we have a divided court, four to three. We don't have that many four to threes in New Jersey. Justice Solomon, joined by Chief Justice Rabner, Justice Patterson, remember two T's, and Justice Fernandez Vina for the majority, Justice Lavecchia, joined by Justice Albin, and Justice Tim Pone. This is a little bit of an older case, and I'll tell you why I'm talking about it. Justice Tim Pone, who retired last year, for the dissent. The reason I'm bringing this up is because the court landed on the side of compelling the disclosure of the passwords. There's a fine line here, whether passwords are testimony, whether passwords are content of the mind, or whether the police would have been able to access the data on the phones, the message and phone data, I mean, inevitably, and, and hence the disclosure was protected under the foregone conclusion uh, model that limits the um, concerns about exposing the phone data. The court went on to reflect that the foregone conclusion doctrine applies to the contents 
of the phone. In other words, they've got enough counterparties with Andrew. They've got enough other ways of piecing it together. So to really, it's not particularly protected confidential uh, speech. And the court also found that the passwords were not testimonial in as much as so many phones can be opened using biometrics, right? Face scan, boom, your phone is open, your apps are open. That would certainly not be testimonial. The dissent has a different view and expresses that in a long dissent, Justice Lavecchia, that the passcodes are the contents of the defendant's mind and therefore he cannot be compelled to produce something that would aid in his prosecution. So that's just a quick summary of a, of a case that was dropped in 2020. The reason I bring it up is because of a recent article dated May 19, 2021, by Nikita Barufkov of the New Jersey Globe, reporting that the U.S. Supreme Court has declined to take this case up. So, kind of interesting, in a four to three opinion, New Jersey puts its stamp on the developing law of password security, phone security, and where this is all headed, especially as we merge with the phone and merge with the technology, I suspect there's going to be a time in the not too distant future where there are no passwords per se, that something innately about us will protect our data and we will have something in our mind that will unlock data, unlock our phones. This is right around the corner. So uh, I thought the court made a leap into this fray. I'm not sure if it's right or wrong. It makes a leap into this fray. And the U.S. Supreme Court, by not taking the case up, essentially puts its stamp of approval on there. Next topic is our judicial vacancy. Justice Lavecchia is now a short timer, and there's been a lot of reporting regarding Governor Murphy's nominee, Rachel Wayner Apter. Certainly, I've spoken about her a couple of times on the podcast. And you guys know that in order to become a judge, including a justice, I didn't really think about that, including a justice, you've got to have a bunch of political leaders on board. And that starts with your county. Any state senator that represents constituents in your county, in Rachel Wayner Apters, Gaith Bergen County, all four state senators that touch Bergen County have to sign off. And it's, of course, always a football, as you might imagine, a political football, that even though no one's questioning Ms. Apter's credentials, there are going to be folks that may have a bit of horse trading to be done in order to get support. No one's talking about blocking Ms. Apter's application or anything close to that. However, it's taking a lot of time when you've got a, a nominee who essentially is a, a fait accompli in terms of a 1600 on the SAT and Ruth Bader Ginsburg's law clerk, ACLU a lawyer, civil rights, division of civil rights lawyer, who's written a ton of 
briefs and important cases. And again, if you jump back, if you type in her name to the bold sidebar, Rachel Weiner after, we've spoken about her a couple of times. Uh, no one questions her uh, qualifications, but games must be played, politics must be played, and uh, getting a judge job, whether it's to get the Superior Court or Supreme Court job, uh, the game has to play out. So, for the benefit of Ms. Apter, senior New Jersey Senator Loretta Weinberg signed off on Ms. Apter. So she's got two of her four home county senators signing off, a couple of more, and that piece of the puzzle will, will be in place. Also worthy of note, once the after nomination gets through the home county senators, then it's off to the Senate Judiciary Committee, chaired by District 22 Senator Nicholas Scuteri, an attorney by trade, who was interviewed on WABC Radio and reported through NJ.com by David Wildstein, indicating there's no guarantee that the nomination will get through the Senate Judiciary Committee even by the end of September. So as Justice Lavecchia retires in August, there may well be a gap where we've got the uh, unfriendly even number of justices. Remember, we've had this from time to time. And the chief has the power to pull up a judge from the Superior Court Health division, typically, or, or really any any sitting judge, the chief justice has the power to pull up a judge to serve as a temporary justice and get us back to an odd number of justices. A couple of previews. I've told you guys that I've been reading about Governor Hughes and Chief Justice Hughes. It's the same guy. And uh, I've been in contact with Professor John Weffing, who literally wrote the book, wrote a bio of Chief Justice and Governor Hughes. And we're uh, getting ready to get together in the next couple of weeks. So I will give you guys my quick book review regarding Chief Justice Hughes. And then I will get Professor Weffing, who knew the chief personally, and I'll give you, I'll tease it. He interviewed 50 people or more for the book, in addition to doing a tremendous amount of legwork and research. So I'm going to meet with him in person. So looking forward to that. That may be my first post-COVID or end-of-COVID in-person podcast interview. So I'm looking forward to that. And I will keep you guys up to speed as those uh, plans develop. Once again, if you've got a case in the court, just got out of the court, heading for the Supreme Court, you work there, a law clerk, please get in touch with me. I'm always talking to people who have some tentacle to the court and just working on landing those interviews. So please push them my way. I appreciate it very much. And that's it. Signing off with the bold sidebar.